I mean, at this point, I should go as the danger zone. What, is, what would the costume? You just wrap yourself in like yellow tape that says danger zone with, a, cone, with, a, with a work cone on your head. I'll, I'll go as Top Gun. You should. Yeah, you should go as the song, The Danger Zone. I to the danger zone. You're a slutty danger zone. That's <laughs> dumb. And I'll go as Take My Breath Away. I don't know how I'm going to do that, yeah. but I'm going to figure it out. And Josie can go as Iceman and she can just come up to us and be like, you're dangerous. Yeah, because he does that in the movie. He's it's just not. It's definitely not weird. <laughs> it makes sense. He's like, "You're still dangerous, Maverick." You're like, "What? What is that supposed to mean?" Did you guys even have a relationship before this? No. Anyway, welcome to Fine Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. Happy Halloween, almost probably. Woo! Woo! Really, Halloween is all year round if you're me. <laughs> or wait, it shouldn't be a woo. It should be a boo. Woo! No, a boo. Woo! Grace is a ghost. I went woo. Ooh. I just did it a little too excitedly because I'm making that. I'm an excited ghost. Anyway, if you need a reminder and or if this is your first episode, we're reduxing things from I think all seasons. All seasons. Right? Yeah. Yep. And this week is paranormal activity slash paranormal. Ooh. Ooh. Spooky, spooky ghosts. Yes. So I was really curious what was going to come up in the paranormal tag because uh, this was a conversation with Josie. I thought paranormal just meant ghost. Nope. So I just. I, I want a ghost. I nope. want a ghost. I want a haunted house. Nope. I'm not taking any werewolves in the paranormal tag. I'm not taking um, any vampires nope. in the paranormal tag. That's, that's their own thing. That's what's in the paranormal. Those have their yep. own things. Mm, nope. Nope. Paranormal is ghosts. <laughs> and this is a hill I will die on <laughs> for no reason. You will be dead on that hill then. Good. <laughs> I want to die on this hill. I want to be a ghost, a dead ghost on this paranormal hill and haunt this hill. <laughs> I'm haunting this hill. I'm I a ghost. I'm haunting this hill. This is my hill. My name is Chad and I'm a ghost. Anyway, I am not 100% sure what tag I actually looked at <laughs> to find this. Good. I think I was wandering towards haunted housey because I think that's what I kind of wanted back in the day, which you gave me some good stuff. Like you brought me uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved, which at the time was huge and I loved <laughs> But I kind of wanted like a like a haunting of Hill House or like like Scooby Doo like teens in a abandoned building sort of a thing. Yep. Um. And I had seen back uh when we were doing like what phantoms would you like us to cover? Owl House came up a couple of times, oh. and I was like, I do love Owl House. <laughs> I think I'll see what's going on in the Owl House tag. And multiple people, surprisingly enough, put like the Owl House trio as like uh kind of like teen paranormal ghost hunters in a haunted house and so i picked Wild. one of them all right so you don't really need to know a lot about owl house but like what do you know about owl house none great <laughs> so owl house is it's actually i keep forgetting that it's a disney show because it has the feel of more of a cartoon networky kind mm. of a and it's uh yeah and it's really good it's about a um a girl i think they're supposed to be like 15 ish so it's a little bit older, but like it has the vibe of like a regular American cartoon. Yeah. So like it's still pretty cutesy. Luz uh, gets finds like a portal one day into like a into like a witchy dimension. She's supposed to be at summer camp, but she's just like texting her mom being like, yeah, I love summer camp. <laughs> and like in actuality, she's in this witch universe and she loves witches. So she is like, I'm going to learn how to be a witch, even though I don't have like a witch. I wasn't born a witch. So I'm going to figure yep. it out. And so she goes to a witch school called Hexide. It's very classic. Like I have a girl best friend and there's like a, a short king best friend. A short <laughs> to king be Part of our girl, girl, boy trio. <laughs> girl, girl, boy trio. Um, And she lives How with Lizzie this, McGuire of you. It's, yeah, exactly. Exa very Disney. Like Lizzie McGuire, that's a raven. I have a quirky best friend and I have a, of a best friend who's a boy. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Um, who are Gus and Willow. They're very all cute together. We know we this fic doesn't get into the side characters, so like I won't really talk about them. Okay. And the other important thing is that there is a more accomplished kind of perfectionist witch that starts off as like an enemy's rivalry thing, and it's an enemies to lovers. Oh. I know. <laughs> and that was really surprising to me because I was like, Disney, really? Wow, you have become a progressive. Good job. <laughs> Not as much as we probably could be, but like, but, no, you know, so, so. You know, we're doing pretty good for a kid's uh, TV network. So uh, this fic is called, I'm, I'm like juggling as always between like three different screens. Is um, your, is your pop socket a Ouija board? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got it is that it. how we talk to Chad? I got it on Etsy. <laughs> it doesn't actually work because it's just res resin and glitter. 
<laughs> but it is a Ouija board. It's really fun because uh, sometimes, as a teacher, sometimes my kids try and touch my phone, and uh, at least a couple of times, a kid has looked at my phone and been like, "I'm not messing with that." Good. And I was like, "You done me good, Ouija board. Good job. Good job. Thank you for that secondary uh, use level of protection. Nice." So this uh, this fic imagines that the main three, which is Luz um, and uh, Gus, who's the the token boy, it's called the Peculiar Case of the Hexide Ghost. Brigade. So they are the Ghost Brigade. They're three teens going into a haunted house with all their paranormal activity, like uh, tech, <laughs> to see if they're they're gonna catch a ghost on camera. And I was like, this is so classic teen ghosts. I love it. And we will see more about the ghosts, and I will probably end up explaining more about the ghosts because they are characters from the actual show as well. So this fic comes to us from a writer called Turtle Smacker. I didn't ask why their name was Turtle Smacker. I like to smack turtles. Yeah, Turtle Smacker, T-U-R-T-L, Smacker, S-M-A-C-K-R. Uh, right. And they did get back to me, which was nice. Um, They didn't want me to disclose like their actual real name and stuff, which is always totally fine. Like a lot of people are really generous in the information they give us about like their age and first name and like life story. Right. <laughs> you don't have to do that. It's okay. You're allowed to just be a writer. They said that it's so cute because I was like, hey, like, if you want to give us some more information about, like, you know, how uh, you became a fic writer or, like, how you became a fic reader or whatever. And they just go, I'm not much different from other authors on AO Free. Young and nerdy, you know? Aww. <laughs> and I was like, that's adorable. <laughs> Um, they usually write more crack fic, so this is less cracky than they would uh, yeah. usually do. And they took a lot of um, inspiration from like fan art and other fan fictions that they've seen. And specifically, this fanfic is highly inspired by like a very long fanfic with like a similar concept of like ghost hunting, which is um, called it's by uh, an author called Greenish. And we will probably end up putting it in the notes, but the link is in this uh, fic as well. So uh, before we move on, I have a classic cocktail. <laughs> what is this before me? And uh, I didn't adapt it at all. I did change the name so that it matches the fandom a little bit more. It's uh, a green haired ghost, which for all my Owl House fans, they'll get that reference. Uh, the One of the characters has green hair. It'll become referenced later. The usual name is called the green ghost because this is a green chartreuse uh kind of foggy drink mm -hmm. and it became popular in the 1930s when like spiritualism was on the rise so everyone was everyone was naming shit after ghosts <laughs> dig it I, it's very cool <laughs> and it's yes green ghost it's a uh, green chartreuse um gin simple syrup and lime so like you know pretty mm. pretty classic pretty classic it smells ghost. very herbal they, it's supposed to be a lot um foggier than i was able to make it like a little more ghosty but you know, you do what you can. That's good. It's very... It does taste very 30s. <laughs> yeah. It's super herbally. I like it. Again, I, I think someone had this prescribed as medicine, but in a good way. It's not as medicinal as like some of my other cheeks. <laughs> this is actually rather refreshing. This is like, a, yeah, this is a good herbal medicinal, but again, mostly herbal. Yeah, famously, as per always, I have I forgot that we already had green chartreuse. And apparently I didn't like it last time we drank it, but I do like this. Any hoozle, here's our fic. The Peculiar Case of the Hexide Ghost Brigade by Turtle Smacker. Hey Gus, can you pass me the camcorder? Luz asked. Once again, the Hexide Ghost Brigade was on another paranormal investigation, except this time they were actually going to a residence. They had formed around two years ago to bring to light explanation to the unexplained. Luz Nasita as the cameraman, Augustus Porter as the commentary, and Willow Park as the editor. But during the case, she's at home camp. As over the course of two years of birthdays and Christmases, they all begged for cameras, tripods, walkie-talkies, EMFs, spirit boxes. That one was hard to explain. And pretty much anything else ghost-related. <laughs> Luckily, Gus already had a pretty high-powered laptop to use. You know how the reporter grind is. Uh, this was so cute because it reminded me of, like, middle school. Like, if we were making this podcast in, like, middle school or high school... <laughs> Instead of having a Patreon, we'd be like, um, for Christmas, I would really like two mic stands. For Christmas, I would really like another mic. For Christmas, I would really like a pop filter. Thanks, Santa. Thank you, Santa. <laughs> that was adorable. We both, we each ask for the same mic. And <laughs> I want, like, I would ask for two mic holders and you would ask for two mics. <laughs> Be like, uh, exactly. Be like, what do you need these for? Don't, well, don't like, ask. I, I don't, did we have a ghost finding phase? I don't think we did. But, like, I could see it <laughs> for us. 
Um, no, we were not into ghosts in middle school. We were Ugh. into uh, telepathic communication. Obviously, but there's no way to ask for that for Christmas. No. Unfortunately. But no, I've, uh, and I think there's a lot more... Um, like accessible buy it on Amazon ghost hunting tech right now mm-hmm. than there was in like mm-hmm. 2005. Cause like, oh my God, do you know what a spirit box is? Yes. It's, I've seen BuzzFeed on Solve. They're so spooky. Like, oh my God, I, that would have been something I 100% would have asked for in like ninth grade. Yeah. Um, for those who are not in the know of ghost hunting, it like rapidly goes through like, I think like radio signals. It just kind of sounds like it's going and then sometimes it'll pop up with like a word or a sound. Yeah. And that's supposed to be a ghost communicating to you through the like the tools that they have at their disposal. But it's always spooky. So I get why they put it in ghost hunting shows. Yep. Uh, yeah. I think my parents honestly would have bought me a spirit box. <laughs> yeah. Your parents would have. My parents would not have. Really? Yeah. They're weird. Not that type of weird. Mine are a little less unassuming. <laughs> so like, maybe. It's like, yeah, whatever, dude. I don't know what you like. <laughs> Yeah, they don't, uh, they wouldn't have like, if they don't like understand like why I'm asking for something, then that's fair. Then no. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. My parents uh, will just get me things because they don't understand me. That's nice. fine. After a couple of days of linking the cameras to the computer and absolutely groveling to have a sleepover at Gus's house, finally they were able to lie and have a legitimate investigation as Gus's dad was away for the weekend. As they approached the gates into the heavily wooded property, Willow took a deep breath. Just looking at the gate of the estate, it is imminent how conspicuous it looks in the daytime. Cold black metal. The sphere-like edges prevailing to the sky don't seem like they're trying to protect you, but trap you. They entered. They used the quickly fading sunlight to set up their cameras. The house was three stories, each smaller than the last. It didn't look like an upside-down funnel, more like a layered cake. Entering the manor, a cloud of dust had been lifted when Gus breached the door. In the center was a magnificent spiraling staircase that pierced up to the second and third floor. Gus set down the first paired camera and tripod in the main hall to face the aforementioned staircase. As Willow went down the east hall into a wing, she noted how the four years of unwashed dampness was starting to peel at the once ornate wallpaper. Entering the rooms down the hall, she had found two studies whose wood had been neglected into cloudy dust and cobwebs, as well as a relatively large living area with sheet-covered furniture and what seemed to be a small library surrounding a dining area. As she reached the end of the hall, she placed the camera and tripod facing the opening to the rest of the manor, angled to observe the doors adorning the hall. So they're like kind of splitting up. (laughs) They're like sneaking at sunset to go set up the cameras. Everything's all dusty and spooky. Spooky, scary. Very classic spooks. Gus, who had walked down the west wing, noticed the signs of passive distress that the layout of objects and furniture displayed to him. The rooms he entered are presumed to have been for the staff, for there was an almost industrial kitchen, rusted into scraps, as well as rooms that were relatively small and likely pertained to staff, not to mention two closets filled with now molded cleaning supplies. When reaching the end of the hall, he did the same as Willow. Lewis had taken on the duty of the placement of two whole cameras. She would make an effort to serve her brethren well. Each step on the staircase caused clouds of particles to lift, like a giant was stomping through them. Entering into the second floor was an ominous display of rooms, each having a headboard ordained above the hallway. The headboard of the room exactly where you would get off the stairs read Alador and Adalia. To the left was Edric. To the right was Amira. And finally, directly behind, was Amity. So, in this show, canonically, there is like, it's kind of like a pure blood, half blood Harry Pottery thing. There's like a very prevalent um, magical family. That uh, Amity is the green-haired antagonist Mm. at the beginning of the show. She comes from, there's a really good episode (laughs) in the first season where you get to go into her memories and her parents are like, you cannot hang out with lesser witches. This, like literally this witch is not good enough for you. Stop being friends with her and like go be friends with these better witches, with these better families. So she's like, oh, Okay, mom and dad, I'll go make you proud, I guess, with my green hair. And so that's, this is the, the house that they are exploring. Hmm. So in this world, um, they are all dead. <laughs> I guess. I guess. But like, we know that they exist in the canon. Entering what she thinks might have been the parents' room uh, was an almost spider's nest of cobwebs orbiting around a king-sized bed. Large wardrobes decorated the sides of the rooms as well as the books littered around the floor. Into the room labeled Edric was a large bed, as well as two desks, a wardrobe, and numerous posters of boy bands, and whole bookshelves dedicated to deodorant and skincare, all of which was probably expired. Entering the Amira room, it was identical to Edric's room, except there were indie rock posters on the wall instead. Even the layout of Justin Cobblets was similar to the previous room. 
Approaching the room labeled Amity, Luz felt a shiver go up her spine. Nevertheless, she approached. As she got closer to the door, she felt as if her body was getting harder to move, but still, she pushed. Touching the handle made her feel sick to her stomach, but that was just fear, right? The turn of the handle and the creak of the door made her wince as if she was in pain. Taking one step into the room, immediately awash in a feeling of crisp and biting cold, no light broke through the curtain window. Staring into the pitch darkness, a chill breath escaped her lips. A sinking feeling rose from her stomach up into her chest, and from her heart to her head. Although she heard no words, she could feel them. Get out! <laughs> Spooky. Right? It's, such a, it's like, wow, that is a weird way to describe things. It's like you can't hear them, but you can like feel them <laughs> in your brain. I definitely know how that feels. I've never had that. Ex- have you had a ghost experience? I can't remember if we've talked about this on the podcast. I don't think we have. Um, Like, yes. Who? Yeah. When? <laughs> I mean, like. Tell me about it. I mean. I love ghosts. <laughs> I mean, there's like been lots of like little stuff. My family has a lot of like ghost stories, mm, mm-hmm. and then like it's like yeah, your mom or dad have had them. Maybe, yeah, both right? both of my parents have That's had. Wild. And then like my mom, my mom's sister, and I. All right, you're gonna have to if you're listening and you're like, I don't believe in ghosts. This is not the conversation for you. Oh, is this when you were in Louisiana? Um, the, lots of places. Is okay. that my my mom's sister and I like feel like we can like feel ghostly energy um, or just you know vibes who knows um, science hasn't explained everything right but uh, when I was a little kid after my great-grandmother died mm. then I used to like play in my room and my parents would come and check on me and be like what are you doing all by yeah, yourself playing with grandma yeah and I'd be like I'm playing with grandma I and, love that stuff yeah and then like there's been plenty of times where like uh, recently my mom and I not like super recently like it was when I was looking at houses, so it was probably like two years mm. ago now. Mm-hmm. But we were, we had like looked at a like an apartment, and then nearby was like what had once been like a mansion, mm. uh, at like updated. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, and they're having an open house, so we were like, let's go look. And there was just like a weird, it felt kind of like spooky. vibe. Like all mm. of the closets were bad. There was like a re- like the basement was like super spooky the like upstairs there was this one room that you walked in and there was just like this overwhelming you're like something horrific like something horrific happened in this uh. room and then on the wall they were like explaining that this had been a secret room that they had found like it had been walled off and like before we <laughs> yeah, even see that sign you're like <laughs> and it was just like funny because we went down to like the like the realtor who was talking and was like what did you think about the house and we were like oh my god there are some mad spirits in here (laughs) and this and this guy was like i don't he was he was like i don't know what you're talking about i don't feel anything and we were like how do you not like it's just like thick see i'm like okay like i'm one of those people that like i well one i have adhd so like the joke is like if you have ADHD, you could be haunted and you wouldn't even know. Because <laughs> it'd be like, all the cabinets are open. And you'd be like, weird. That's probably the- me. I left all- how- when did I leave all the cabinets open? Your cat's in the fridge. You'd be like, how did my cat get in the fridge? <laughs> that was probably a ghost. Or just Or my GG. ADHD left the fridge open. Yep. Like that. So it probably is partly that. But also, like I, like, I love horror. I love spooky things. I worked in a haunted house for like five years. And not just like a haunted house attraction, but like the building itself was reportedly haunted. And I was yes. just like waiting for the day that I got to see a ghost and it never happened. And I was like, it's really making it hard to believe you guys. And like other people would tell me about their ghost experiences like Mm -hmm. day of. Like I had a woman come back and be like, I saw like these like legs under the curtain and I had to leave and then I came back and like I saw them and I I opened the curtain and nothing was there. And I'm like, that's spooky. And like, I can tell you are spooked. But like, yeah, I want to have that to like solidify my love for ghosts. And I simply have not had that experience. It's very frustrating for me. I've had a lot of like, both when I was like in London and once when I was in a- London is old. Yeah. And like once when I was in like an old, my dad loves, you know, he's a dad. He loves- old wars old so, architecture and so we were we were in a museum that was like for one of the world wars and there was this uh door that had been recovered from a submarine mm. and my like and before you even like read the description we like walked up to it and you're like oh my god like this is this door is making me like incredibly sad and then you like <laughs> read it and it was um this submarine had sank and this door had gotten stuck and killed like all of these was the reason yeah and like died. this door yeah and so all these sailors mm. had died behind it and you could just Ugh. like feel ah. um but then like there's other stuff like when we were in and maybe what you were thinking of when we were my mom and I were in South Carolina we went on like a 
uh, oh, haunted yeah, tour. That's what, it was. that's what it was. But you have that like thing of like, yeah. almost, like not deja vu, but almost it, where it's like, oh, I just felt sad about seeing this door, which feels weird. And then you were confirmed that it was yes. like, yeah. Or I feel like, like you've had yeah. a lot more of that. Or like there's a me. lot of like that that mansion in South Carolina we went in. It's just like you have just like a like a feeling like they'd be like afterward they're explaining they're like this common ghost is in here Mm -hmm. and you would just be like it would be weird because we'd all file into this room and my mom and I had this overwhelming urge to like not walk in front of this couch because it would be rude so we walked behind it and then after we'd be like you talk about it and confirm that yeah the same thing and then we'd be like oh is that the black lady who sits there my mom would never yeah no (laughs) but it's like we took pictures to like do the like they're like Take a picture, like take a selfie and a ghost will appear. Like that didn't happen. I, just I don't have. Ghost. I just want to see a ghost. I just want to see a ghost. Like that's truly like, just <gasps> oh. like, man, if I could put that on my bucket list, but like, yeah. it's really not up to me. We'll go on a ghost hunt together. Yes, a lot of the, I would lo- fucking love that. Dude. Yeah. A lot of haunted places are like not as haunted as people say. And I think it's because probably like, I don't know, well, the ghosts like, have moved on or it's cleansed. Right, and like or hauntings, like, I don't know. like even at places that are very haunted are like 50-50 of whether you'll see or experience anything. And it yeah, probably right. also depends on like how open to the experience. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. We'll go on a ghost hunt. We'll find pairings unsolved. <laughs> Truly my dream. <laughs> I just want to host a ghost hunting show. Find like ghosting right now. <laughs> find ghostings. Find ghostings. Ghost pairings. Ghost pairings. Find haunting. There we go. That's it. All right. We'll drink a cocktail and go on a ghost hunt. And talk to ghosts. <laughs> And the ghost will be like, okay, now what a drink goes with this experience. And the ghost will pick it for us. <laughs> with a Ouija board or those sticks that cross. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember yeah. what those are called. Divining rods? Divining rods, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, okay, so Luz has just uh, not heard but felt a ghost say, get out. Luz gasped and jumped out. She quickly set up the camera in the corner between the Blight parent. Oh, Blight's their last name. Blight parents' room and Edric's room, face- facing the stairwell in her head, thinking, no, 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 no. <laughs> As she briskly stepped down the stairs. Maybe I'll just stay out of that one, she thought. Then she remembered that she needed to set up the camera on the third floor. In her head, she was quickly debating if whether, uh, whether she should even go up there again and just decided to go for it. She basically ran up to the third floor the same way you would run up the stairs after turning off the lights at night. Reaching the trapdoor that led to the attic, Luz unlatched the door, scrambled up to the attic, and closed it. A window at the end of the room faced out to the front yard of the property. In fact, she could see Willow setting up the home base, a tent, from there. After a failed attempt at waving, she placed the camera on the windowsill facing the exit of the stairwell. Exploring the rest of the attic, she was somehow in even worse condition than the rest of the manor. It was, not she was. <laughs> the attic, not loose. <laughs> there was exposed insulation, beams, and air so thick that it had an, a humidifying effect on the room, not to mention the difficulty it presented to her breathing. Tables cluttered with unidentifiable doohickeys and doodads were strung across the room in a fashion of a blockade. Old tools blackened by rust hung on racks, unevenly splayed on the walls and on the packed tables. After that little bit of exploration, she opened the latch and made a quick descent past the rooms, the door of Amity still open. The darkness stared at Luz on her way down the stairs. By the time they were done setting up, the sun was barely visible beyond the horizon. As the last of the sunlight drifted over, so came in the darkness like water filling a bowl. Willow had done a test run on the electronics in the tent before giving the all clear. Turning on their flashlights and checking their two handheld camcorders, they were ready. Their first investigation. The group unanimously squeals. <laughs> like I it doesn't really say, but it sounds like maybe they've done some like just like some like podcasting about haunted places, but mm-hmm. not actually like been to one. So this is like a big deal. <laughs> I just love the energy of like teens sneaking out at night to like sit in a tent. Yes. And like be around an abandoned property. It's so funny. <laughs> They're so earnest in their so need th- for ghosts. Yes. Entering the house, Luz immediately opted to go down one of the halls. Okay, so it's like nighttime now, I think. Pretty sure it's like ghost hunting time. Darkness filled Darkness the rooms fell. like a water in a bowl. Water in a bowl. Yes, that was my water sound. Uh, and I believe they're going to split up. Oh, classic. That's a classic. That's a classic. Uh, and that move. I wanted to mention that because like uh, the same chunk of time happens in all their sp- perspectives. So like it gets a little, where are we? Entering the house, Luz immediately opted to go down one of the halls to the lower level holding the EMF, which is like a, it's it's the thing that like blinks when there's like more or less energy. So it's mm-hmm. like a, it has like a green little blinky blinky. For my friends who don't know that ghost, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's right. Gus obliged to go down the complimentary hall with the spirit box. Following Gus's perspective, the beam of the flashlight hitting cobwebs and doors until he hit it where he wanted to set up shop in the kitchen. 
Turning on the spirit box, the static of radio channels makes the dead silence a little more layered, but still lonely, even so. As Gus focused on the box, listening for any words that could be communicated, he got bored. After checking his watch, he realized only 10 minutes had passed since he turned the box on. Into Luz's detour, she finds herself in the small library. Not gonna lie, she kind of wanted to pluck a couple books off the shelf and read them. Tracing her hands over their titles, she left a trail, a chasm of dust. Keeping the EMF at her hip, she continued her exploration. And eventually, she did pluck a book from the shelf. To Kill a Mockingbird. Luz might have trouble keeping focus. <laughs> I'm in it. I know I'm like ghosting around, but like, it's really a lot more fast paced in the TV shows. <laughs> We're just sitting for an entire night. Maybe I'll read a book. <laughs> like, I'm kind of bored. I'm kind of bored. Literally nothing is happening <laughs> most of the time. That's how ghost hunting is. It really is a lot more, like, time-consuming than the ghost hunting shows probably gave her credit for. You're not wrong. After getting about a quarter into the book, she finally noticed a small beep coming from her side. The EMF. As soon as she realized this, she quickly yanked it from her pocket and began to look around. It wasn't a strong signal, mind you, but it was still just a little concerning that it was going off in the first place. Upon looking around, eyes trailing to the edge of the door of the library, a pale hand recoiled, sending Luz into a chase for the person's hand. Oh, God. Right, she's having Just a hand, though. Don't know where it was from. Don't know where it went. Don't know where it came from in the first place. Luz to Willow. We have an apparition. We have an apparition. An apparition. She yelled into the talkie. Willow, who had almost fallen asleep, but she was definitely awake now, adjusted her glasses and flipped through the cameras. What? Willow was tiredly. As Luz reached the door, she looked behind it and then down the hall with her light. She saw nothing as if it had completely vanished. However, a small shade of chill still remained where the hand had been, not to mention the dust that had disappeared from that section of the door. Luz clicked her radio. I saw a hand from behind the door, Luz said in under confusion, taking a picture with her phone. You saw a ghost? Like, actually? Gus said into the radio. As this conversation had been taking place, Willow had started reviewing the footage. So Willow, who is like, um, not necessarily like nerdy, but like a little more uh, introverted. She's the introverted friend. She's sitting in a tent outside, like kind of managing everything, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. think. Luz, uh, who is like reading a book Good. and not paying attention to what's going on. Good. Gus is um, trying to keep focus in, I think, uh, the kitchen. I'm trying to remember where he is. So we have a lot of managing going on. As this conversation had been taking place, Willow had started reviewing the footage, and to her disbelief, an orb had formed just outside the library before shooting down the hall when Luz had investigated. Following the orb through the now-recorded footage, its pale light ascended into the second floor and off up the stairs and now out of view. Gus, reporting for exploration? Willow asked. I think I might be getting somewhere with the spirit box, Gus said as the plane static continued. He was now very determined to get this. Luz, reporting for exploration? Where? Luz asked. The second floor. Possibly the room behind the stairs, Willow said. Luz gulped. This is technically chapter two, but they're both eh, really short. <laughs> Luz absolutely did not want to go into the room, but this is the closest to a paranormal breakthrough that she's ever had in her life. She'll prove to mommy, which is her mom, that they do exist, and it's not just a fantasy. <laughs> mom. Mom. <laughs> This isn't just a hobby, Mom. I'm doing a thing. Luckily, my mother believes in ghosts. Which, so like, we um, can do that. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure which variety of Hispanic Luz is, but she is Hispanic. And so, like, that could really... <laughs> a Hispanic mom being like, um, could you not <laughs> fuck with the paranormal place? <laughs> Feels closer to the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't mess with them. Um, don't go in the haunted house at night. Thanks. We're not messing around with spirit boards. Thanks. Anyway. But what if they lose the ghost? Maybe the ghost is just being playful. <laughs> All of the possibilities ran through Luz's head. Now, looking up at the staircase, she felt intimidated as the doom welled up in her stomach. Each step up the stairs felt like walking on a tightrope. Back to the room. She didn't want to turn around. Nevertheless, she turned, and so did her stomach. <gasps> Once again, she felt the abyss staring at her. It would only take three steps into the room to be completely shrouded in darkness, like a diver on the border of where the sunlight breaches the surface and where the mouth of the endless abyss of the deep sea lies. Those places are fucking spooky. Well, and like, especially like, um, I, it might, maybe it was paranormal activity, but there's such a good, like, um, visual illusion of like, the camera is on and the camera emits like a little tiny bit of light and it gives you just a tiny little bit of hope. And yep. then there's a room that just straight up has no light in it. <laughs> and it's, yeah. so, it's like a maw of darkness. Yeah, that's scary. I think she's going back into Amity's room. I'm not 100% sure. I think we're going to uh, we're gonna figure it out. 
It would only take three steps into the room to be completely shrouded in darkness like a diver on the border where the sunlight breaches the surface and where the mouth of the endless abyss of the deep sea lies. Then, a small giggle without origin grazed <laughs> Luce's ear. And then, the sound of stomping up the stairs. Thump, 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 thump. Lou's turn is fat. All right. I was like, we need to have at least one scary thing. Last week's was not scary. It was just gross. <laughs> yep. Body horror is not always scary. Body horror is a specific genre of scary. And like, I get it. But also I'm like, but I want to be like scared in my soul. Not just like afraid for my moral corporeal form. That's not as fun. <laughs> well, when I push you down the stairs, you'll feel differently. Like no shit. You could cut my wrists and my neck. But like, that's not spooky. <laughs> That's just the thing that could happen to my body. All right, fine. You really got it. You got to dig deep. <laughs> Make me feel things. Maybe this is why you're not having ghost experiences, because they can just tell that you're not worth scaring. I have less fear. <laughs> like, if they're trying to, like, scare you off the property, they wouldn't, like... They would like, make why me would feel they... cold, and I'd be like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Or what was that? Um, they make a spider crawl across my foot, and I'd be like, ooh, a spider. <laughs> or, like, did you ever... There was, like... Um, uh, Josie says no. <laughs> no, those spiders. Josie's giving me a no with the dividing rods that I have out. <laughs> no, <laughs> which is when the dividing rods don't move. Or like, I think there was a show. I can't quite remember what it was called, but it was called like Ghost Inspector or something. And what One it of was the ghost hunting shows. Um, except that what it was was it was like people would be like, I think my house is haunted. There's like this cold spot, mm-hmm. and so what they would do is like they'd bring in a psychic, mm-hmm. and then later they would bring in a house inspector to be like. Your air draft goes right here. Correct. Yes. And <laughs> so, so the, it's colder. And so a lot, what happened is right. a lot of times the psychic would be like, there is somebody named Chad who is trapped here. And then <laughs> right the, in this spot. And then like the room. The air ducts cross. Yeah, because they would be like, this door just opens without like warning and there's this cold spot. And then the inspector would come in and he'd be like, uh, this door doesn't fit into this jam. And so it, like it probably never closes fully. And so it probably just like swings open. The house yeah. is settled. And like the air or, like, draft goes there to the floor so it opens because of gravity yeah and so he'd be like oh it's just because of this and i just yeah. always thought that was like funny as a person who like again fully believes in ghosts was like eh, not everything is ghosts it makes it more legitimate to have that side yes to be like sometimes the inspector can but then the one time the inspector can't explain right? it is right? way more compelling than it every is. time the inspector can't explain it yeah you know what i mean i've watched a lot of ghosts they're like shows. they're like suddenly the water will turn cold and he'll be like your water heater's just shit that's it right that's it <laughs> he's like you need a new water heater that's you just all. need some new lights and some better plumbing. no yeah he'd be like your electricity uh, the lights blink on and off it's like well yeah this light bulb is Pretty close to dead. Yeah. Uh, or your electrical <laughs> wiring is really bad. It's you need from to, like, the 1910s. Yeah. So you so just need to redo it. It's all knob and tube. You got to yeah, rip that out. It's all knob and tube. Expensive. Luz turned as fast as a shooting gun. And as soon as she did, as swiftly as she did, a pair of two invisible hands shoved her. Oh! That's hard to argue against. That is hard <laughs> to argue like, against. You just like feel a hand. I have had that experience, but I think it was because I was half asleep. Mm. That's like the closest thing to a ghost experience I've had. Is being like half asleep. Yes, Josie. A fair amount of them are actually hallucinations. Just yeah. Oh no, I I in my adulthood have realized that I have auditory hallucinations when I'm half asleep. So that's uh, mildly terrifying. But like I know that that's what it is. So it's that makes it way harder to believe it goes when I'm like. Oh yeah, when you're half asleep, like you you're like more vulnerable. Susceptible to ghosts. It's like no, my brain is doing stuff. I remember one like this is what it was. It was the dumbest thing. I was like asleep in fucking algebra or something in high school. I felt like a hand on my shoulder and I was like I I woke up because I was like oh no the teacher has noticed I'm asleep and has touched me to like nicely awaken me me." but he was across the room and I was like interesting (laughs) like that sort of thing has happened to me a couple times but I'm like weird that it always happens when I'm asleep (laughs) I mean yeah I've had that where I've been like starting to doze off and all of a sudden like I'll be asleep in my bed I'll be dozing off and then all of a sudden I hear someone yell my name and I like yeah. sit bold upright and then I'm oh, like that happens to me all the time where I'll be like it'll be like oh, like fucking one or two a.m. and I'll um be awake like my eyes will be open but I'll be like hearing things as yeah. if like people are downstairs yeah and then I have to logically be like okay if there was actual noise the dogs would be barking yep uh my wife might wake up yep I would maybe be able to like discern some specific thing and I'm like no just like I can hear sounds. 
Yep. And then I'll just go back to sleep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Makes it a lot harder to believe in ghosts when you like experience these things constantly. Yeah. I was going to say, I think those are, because I think that one for me is also an auditory hallucination. Um, so yes, it's, it really helps to have dogs, but like even your cat would probably be kind of freaking out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Luz, uh, has been shoved by hands and before she could react, the harsh slamming of a door and the sound of a click had followed. And so did darkness. Luz feeling the same sense of dread made not a sound when hastily reaching for the door, eyes dilated by the darkness, as well as the fear of what hid inside it. Her EMF started going off. Orange, which I think is like high medium. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what the. I have to assume it's green, yellow, orange, red. Red would be bad, but right. like I haven't actually used an EMF. I just uh, see them a lot. The room was silent. She was silent. Only the melodic beeping of the EMF dared speak. Exactly. <laughs> the sound clouded her mind because for any for any moment that she thought she was safe, the beep constantly reminded her. And so did the feeling of invisible eyes watching her from the corner. Maybe where the bed was. She began menacing beeps. She began to breathe heavily, began to breathe rapidly. The horror set in that she might be trapped and that her life is at the whim of whatever was in the room with her. Any sound Luz made was punished by this feeling. Her radio went off. <gasps> Willow to Luz, what's the report? Four seconds. Willow to Luz, did you find anything? <sighs> Five seconds. Willow to Luz, are you there? She dead. Ten seconds. Luz, you're scaring me. Are you there? No, she dead. Luz, keeping her eyes fixated on the corner, brought the radio to her mouth. But before she could answer, a blood-curdling scream rang from what seemed to be the first floor. <gasps> Good scream. Immediately, whatever was in the corner stomped towards Luz with, with pace. The EMF, EMF beeped louder and more rapidly. Red, the sounds <laughs> overlaid each other into a nauseating noise. Thump, thump, thump. Beep, beep, beep. Wow. Luz braced herself as she felt a cold rush of air blow past her. Over the radio was Willow attempting to contact Gus with no response. Luz was in a daze. Break. Rewind to a different perspective because it's not laid out, obviously, and I got confused the first time I read this. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Five minutes ago. Yeah, because famously, uh, when you're in a haunted house, you have to split up. Gus was talking to the spirit box. What was originally interesting questions about the number of ghosts or who they were turned into bored, mindless questions like, do you like pineapple on pizza? <laughs> However, the response he would receive would not be what he expected. Suddenly, her, he heard a small tink. A spoon had fallen. Before he could document the event, another one dropped, and then another, and another, and another, and another, and another, and another, another, getting faster and faster before three entire drawers of silverware shot over the head of Gus and slammed against the wall. <gasps> the silverware being lifted and shot, the light in the room turning on and off, the silverware floating before forming a swirling storm, a mix of crashes and scraping among, honestly, scraping sounds truly terrifying. Like, one of the scariest sounds. Like, so a bunch of spoons floating and scraping a wall. Awful. I don't like it. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> Clearly a ghost. Like a spoon falling on the floor could be me, could be a cat, could be gravity. A spoon scraping up on the wall, ew, don't like it. Having a cat is one of the easiest ways to dismiss ghost noises. Truth, yeah. ADHD cats. I have both. Yep, <laughs> and you have two dogs. It would be so hard to haunt me. <laughs> he might be haunted every single day. I would might never be haunted know. right now. I don't know. I would never know. I would never know. I mean, I've been at your house, and I've never been like this place is haunted. This place is spooky. But if someone like made it their mission to haunt me, you're up for a challenge, my friend. I'm not gonna know what's going on. A mix of crashes and scrapes among the hurricane, with the echo of giggles of a male and female voice. <laughs> Amity has a, a twin, older brother and sister, mm. who are like the golden children, oh. and they're real dicks. Darn. Canonically, and also in this place. Ah, and there goes just fucking around right now, throwing spoons at the wall. As Gus became more and more terrified, his eyes widened more and more, hyperventilating. With his hair becoming more visible, the voices got louder and louder before turning into full maniacal laughter. Objects flew around the room, entities taking amusement in Gus's fear. Crashing and noises filled the air. A total loss of control of the situation, the figures started forming into the swirling storm, each on either side of Gus, their forms merely shadows in the storm. Gus himself was spinning, looking at the storm, looking at the figures, looking for a way out. The dizzying hurricane bringing him to a breaking point, and Gus did the only thing he could do. Ah! Wild. That was the blood-curdling scream ah! <laughs> from before. More objects began moving, the creak of the oven to eventually release into the air. 
uh, the creak of the oven to its oven. Oh, he's in the kitchen. He's in the kitchen. Gus flailing his flashlight around as if it were a weapon, the laughter becoming shrieks of joy. And Gus, in total fear and horror, afraid he would die, afraid it would be painful, crouches into a fetal position and starts to cry. I would also cry. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a lot to experience. There's not, there's not a great way to uh, dismiss a spoon storm. Yeah. Just a bunch of spoons in a hurricane. A hurricane of, storm, of spoons. Pretty uh, hard to think of a second. That's not air ducts. No. That's not all electricity. That's no. just some um, spoons moving around on their own. Yeah. As he started crying, everything stopped. The voices stopped. The flashing stopped. The objects stopped. The objects fell. And as soon as it all ended, thump, thump, crash. Willow burst into the room. Gus, are you okay? I heard her scream and then I saw the flashlight and, and, break. <gasps> Rewind. Back to Willow's perspective. Willow, following Luz through the cameras, watching attentively. As soon as Luz reached the platform of the second floor, static. The cameras went out. Willow, a bit concerned, waited a bit before contacting her colleague. Willow to Luz, what's the report? Four seconds. Willow to Luz, did you find anything? Five seconds. Willow to Luz, are you there? Ten seconds. Luz, you're scaring me. Are you there? And then a high-pitched scream rang out through the windows. Ah! The lights flashing on and off. Just Gus is having a terrible time. <laughs> Willow's experiencing nothing. Lou's like kind of got pushed into a room. Gus is dealing with two apparitions in a storm of spoons. Full poltergeist. <laughs> like, how unfair would you like be like, I wanted to see a ghost and you simply got all the stuff happening to you right now. Little, uh, little unbalanced. Yeah. They just don't like him. He's the smallest. Looking through the window, the lights flashed on and on. And when the light was off, the beam of the flashlight filled the chaos. Willow knew something was wrong. Grabbing her flashlight, she ran into the building, following the direction of the scream. As she ran down the hallway, it never ended, as if the room was miraging into a stretching taffy. No matter how fast she ran, the room extended, twisted, contorted to prevent her from reaching the end. Just as Willow was about to break a sweat, suddenly, the hall pulled back into itself like a rubber band being pulled and released. Following immediately was a bright flash, blinding her. Willow tried to get her bearings, got up, proceeded to the door with urgency, stumbled. When she reached it, she turned the handle frantically, click, 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 realizing it was locked. Willow placed the head of the flashlight into her palm and the handle into her other hand before bashing the butt of the light into the door handle. After three good whacks, the handle broke off and she shouldered herself into the room. Gus, are you okay? I heard your scream and then I saw the flashlight and, and... And from the ease of finding her friend safe came a few a new fear from the words she heard from his mouth. What about Luz? Luz, still in the room, lost her days as survival instinct kicked in, provoking her to find a way out. First, unhooking the flashlight from her belt, she clicked it on, the silver column of light illuminating the walls. As she got up, the circle of light revealed the walls to be decorated in a cloudy covering of dust. And yet, the least amount of dust present in any room so far. No time to explore. It's on to her second action. She grabbed for the door handle, jostling it before figuring out it was definitely locked. She felt around for the radio on her hip and pulled it out, tuning into the static and saying, Hey guys, I'm locked in the room behind the second floor landing. It's locked. After about four seconds of blank static, she restored to her second option. Luz figured that the locks were decently old, so maybe with a couple of sharp turns she could break the handle. So, flashlight in her mouth, she white-knuckled them and mounted all of her strength and body weight onto the handle and jerked down. After a multitude of attempts, she sighed in defeat, leaning against the door. She'd have to find another way out. Then she realized, wait, these locks are only like four years old. Halfway into the word, the door swung open. When did she opened her eyes to meet the gaze of an unfamiliar girl standing above her, shocked. Wait, why is she shocked? The sheer bewilderment of, of her face was real, human even, a little pretty even. No. So she sees a ghost and she's like, this ghost seems weirdly surprised <laughs> to see me. Yeah. Luz only had a couple of seconds to look at the stranger. A green-haired ghost, <laughs> if you will. If you will. Take a sip. I finished my drink. Oh. I know. I can never finish my drink as fast as you do when I'm reading. Yeah. It's hard so to many do words. both. Luz only had a couple of seconds to look at this stranger before the sound of running came up the stairs. Luz shot her head to see the source of the noise, but the two heads that arose from the steps were familiar ones this time. Luz, are you okay? Gus asked, Willow running to help Luz. Luz turned back to where the girl was, only to see a vacant corner. <gasps> the empty space seemed so incomplete without the girl there. After a couple moments of staring at the spot, Luz was brought back to reality when Gus said, Luz? 
Are you good? Luz rubbed the back of her head. Yeah, she never expected a ghost to look like that. As the brigade looked to each other and then to the house around them, they darted to the stairs, hauling ass as they almost tripped over each other, all in a hurry to grab their equipment and get the heck out of Dodge. Straight running down... <laughs> Truly, Gus has had a bad time. <laughs> he was, he's been probably hit by a couple of spoons. He has been a ch- he's been mauled by spoons. Just like the three different experiences are so different, and it is t- it's tickling me. <laughs> <laughs> all in a hurry to grab their equipment and get the heck out of Dodge. Straight running down the hallway to grab the cameras. As they filed out of the building, Gus skirted up to the stop, kicking up sand before running back to the entrance and then backing up. What are you doing, Gus? Willow whispered hoarsely. There's still another camera on the third floor, he whispered back. Leave it. I don't want to go in there, Willow said. Me neither, but I don't think my dad will get me another one, Gus argued. Mm, fair. I'll go, Luz whispered. Luz, last time you split off, you got kidnapped. <laughs> I'll go. Plus, I'm a pretty fast runner. They'll never know I was back in there, Willow said. I hope. She's a runner. She's she a muttered. track star. Yeah, she's like, well, I haven't been attacked by any ghosts yet, so I'll do it. Why not? Take one for the team. She needs a ghost experience. Exactly. All right, but me and Gus will be just inside, Luz suggested. After about two minutes of working up the courage, Willow ran into the house. Both Gus and Luz, bathed in breath, looked up to the window at the top for Willow to appear. A minute later, Willow was knocking on the glass with her flashlight enthusiastically before pointing to the camera. A quick thumbs up, and she turned around for her descent before appearing to fall. <laughs> uh, Luz and Gus could hear a muffled thump followed by shit. <laughs> fucking marbles. Marbles? I think, uh, like, uh, God damn it! like, oh. more of a fucking marbles. Oh. <laughs> Not 100% sure, but I like. I thought she tripped on marbles. Also possible. The ghosts are pretty uh, annoying. <laughs> prank. So, Prank. We're not going to trip you with like our feet. We're going to put ghost marbles on the stairs. Equally possible. A minute later, Willow was scrambling out of the manor. At the sight of this, the teens took this as the green light to start booking it back home. Rapid gasps of air as they ran down the winding path. During the day, the unmanicured shrubs looked pleasant and endearing. At night, one could only fear what hid inside of them, for their vines and roots wanted to seize any person who got too close. Finally, reaching the gates, a strike of relief stabbed their bodies. The teens slowed their run to a bound before slowing to a tired pace. Finally, under the warm lamplight of the neighborhood streets. When their panting slowed, a Socratic storm of questions had started between the group, mostly reattaining to what they had just experienced. However, both Willow and Gus had been, uh, had been very inquired by Luce saying, I looked up and sh- the ghost was staring at me. Uh-oh. On a scale of one to ten, one being Casper and ten being Pennywise, how scary? <laughs> Gus asked. A good three? Corpse bride. Well, it looked like a girl with dyed green hair, and it had, like, a gown on, I think? I don't know how to describe her. Pretty, I guess? Uh, okay, Willow said, adjusting her glasses. I think there might have been more than just one. I heard a dude and a girl, Gus said. Maybe. But the brigade is definitely not going back in there, Willow said. Luz wanted to know more. Seeing the face of the ghost changed everything she thought she knew. Maybe it was a brave foolishness or an enchanted fright, but she wanted to further the investigation. Something about that apparition was different, and she needed to figure out how. The end. (laughs) Spooky, spooky, pretty ghosts. (laughs) Damn you, pretty ghosts. Something just, like, tickled me so hard about what, like, the, the... the short king having the worst ghost experience <laughs> and the like cute girl being like, oh my God, a pretty girl ghost. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and just like the dichotomy of ghost experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. That is funny. And that was The Curious Case of the Hexide Ghost Brigade by Smackin' Turtles. No, Turtle Smacker. <laughs> turtle Smacker. Turtle Smacking all the way down. <laughs> It was turtles smacking all the way down. I was smacking turtles all the way down. I liked it. Maybe I will we'll watch Owl House. I though. think you would like Owl House. It's a it's a cute little. I okay. So and like as a gay, I was uh, told that this was a gay show very early on, and I feel like that was uh, not a great like introduction to what happens in the show because that doesn't happen until like the very end of the season. Mm. So like if you're just like it's a cute show about a girl in a world that's not her own, learning how to be a witch. Great show. Love it. Very good show. Good. I would. I highly recommend anybody who has not seen it. There is uh, two seasons out now, and the lore continues to develop as huh. per usual. There are ghosts, kind of, in the show. 
this is not how it works. This show was very, or this uh, fanfic was very not canon. But like, mm. I had a good time. I love, I love teens in a haunted house. Love a teen in a haunted. Love house. a teen in a haunted house. Everyone telling their parent that they're at their next friend's house at a sleepover, and all of them are like, <laughs> I think that's a funny trope. It is a funny trope. Good times. Good times. Good times. All right. Do we in fact have one more spooky season? No. No. Ah, oh, end of spooky season. The saddest of times. All spooky right, well. season must come to an end. Spooky season must always come to an end. Claire, what normal snot spooky thing do we have next week? Well, next week we have a crack fic. Yay! <laughs> My second favorite thing <laughs> after spooky stuff is crack. So yes. Crack sh- spooky together. Great. Yep. Not as common. <laughs> All right, well, stick around for some crackity crack crack. Uh, wow, that could really go in so many directions. I'm so excited to see. Didn't did I have crack last time? Must oh, have. it was Riverdale, wasn't it? No, wait, what was my crack? <laughs> you make a compelling crackument. What was the crack? Is it a season one crack? Maybe. Did we just decide crack needed to happen? Like, it's, no, I'm pretty. It's, no, I only took things that had already happened. Because like many things we've done have been crack but i can't remember which one was like was the official crack, crack was crack pickles dna no, no. that was rugrats no yeah you specifically asked for rugrats because i eliminated anything i eliminated anything that was uh, we've had fandom many, specific because yeah. i think riverdale was technically crack i think shrek was probably crack i don't know man like i know we've done a lot of crack but yeah i can't remember what uh, the official crack uh prompt was and it's not like i made notes of my it could have been no that was i don't know i don't know i have no explanation it's fine wild. i like crack wild it's a good time i'm excited to hear what you bring to me because i i think i like crack more than you do. <laughs> yes yay so stick around next week for the crack and if you want to get in touch with us in the meantime or if you want to keep up with uh asks that we have like our uh brackets and our suggestions for tags you can get in touch with us on any of our social medias we have so many most of the dms are open or uh comments etc we are fine pairings podcast on tumblr instagram facebook tiktok tiktok and fine pairings pod on twitter linkedin no we're not gonna be on linkedin i know (laughs) this is a running joke that will not change But if you would also like to get in touch with us, we are at findpranksspodcast at gmail.com. And that is where you can also just interact with us. You can send us fic recommendations. If you Tell me what uh, names I've pronounced wrong. Yes. Or uh, send us, you know. Always. Send us your fan art. Send us suggestions. Ooh, whatever yes. you would like. Um, I love looking at fan art. Send us your own fan fiction. Send us we your usually own... get people giving us recs for other people's fan yeah. fictions. But like, tell us what you've written. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and also that is the place to contact us or in any of our DMs. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, Woo-hoo. you are entitled to a 500-word uh, reward fanfic where you can request Grace or I to write to you uh, some, whatever you want. Like, whatever you want. And we'll read that probably at the we end of the season. Humble servants. Yes. And if you haven't heard enough of our voices, we also have a Patreon, which we haven't mentioned yet this episode. Nope. I don't think so. Uh, and that is patreon.com slash podcast. And there you can get two smut episodes for $5 a month or whatever you would like to contribute to us. We also have a Ko-Fi if you would like to just buy oh, us yes. like one single drink. To, Instead of fa- a to drink to- every month. To uh, toast us. There's that. Yeah. Toast us in our paranormal endeavors. Maybe we'll make a ghost hunting show. Fine huntings. Fine huntings. Fine. There you go. I've already goofed it. Fine hunting. Fine hunting hauntings. Ghost pairings. I can't remember remember ghost anything. Ghost hauntings. Ghost hauntings. <laughs> Not a pun. Cocktail <laughs> ghosts. Cocktail ghosts. Yes. Fanfic cocktails. Phantom fix. Phantom fix. Spelled F-A-N. That's hilarious. Phantom pairings. Phantom menace. Nope. No. All right, bye. (laughs) Join us next week when we stop being spooky. And then we'll just be normal. We'll just be normal again. Not paranormal. Just normal. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.